0: Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. Burrow
1: ready for the shotgun snap. Joe has the ball, drops back three steps. He fires. And it is caught by T. Higgins. Touchdown! Bengals! As he ran a post pattern, got position inside of Daryl Worley, and hauls in Burrow's fourth touchdown pass of the game. It's the first time in Joe Burrow's NFL career
0: he's thrown four or more. Stafford with Michelle in the sidecar on his right hip. Has the snap. Retreats to throw. Ready to let it go. Cuts it loose to the end zone. Oh! Jay, touchdown, L.A. Wilson takes the snap. Jaguars come with a blitz. Here they come. Wilson eludes the rush. He's going to take off. He's got plenty of running room, and he's going to scamper for a big game. 30, 25, still inbounds at the 20, makes a miss at the 10. He could go. Wilson dives. Touchdown. Touchdown, New York Jets. Williams stays in. They fake it to him. Slant. Caught by Pringle. Off the hit. Darts back inside. Touchdown, Kansas City. Byron Pringle. With an outstanding catch and run, dusting two Steelers and into the sweet
2: nectar, and the Chiefs lead 29 to nothing. Prescott in the gun, Elliott next to him, back looking left, looking middle, looking left. In the end zone, it is caught.
0: It is a touchdown. It is Amari Cooper. A perfect pass in front of the pylon.
2: The NFL. Counted down. Three weeks left in the regular season, down to two, except for the Monday night football game. There's highlights from around the league. PK, the big dogs win again. The Packers hold off the Browns. The Chiefs blow out the Steelers. They've got the best records in their respective conferences, and the Chiefs have won eight in a row. They got the mojo going, just blowing the Steelers out.
1: But well, wouldn't they be the big dogs if they have to when they have to win if they're the big dogs if they don't win they're not the big dogs. See there you go.
2: I love that logic. Green Bay not pulling away from anybody. Dallas humiliating Washington in the Sunday night game. Tampa Bay blowing out Carolina in a half full stadium in Charlotte. And the Rams taking over the West. Matthew Stafford was hardly brilliant three picks, kept the Vikings in the game, gift wrapping a uh, great field position at the one-yard line and at the 10-yard line, but eventually the Rams got it done and beat the Vikings to take over
1: the lead in the NFC West. Well, there was three surprises for me. It was the Texans. margin of victories for Kansas City and Dallas, and yep. then the negative would be the Chargers losing.
2: 41-29, the Texans get 24 points in the fourth quarter to beat the Chargers, So that uh, wild-card race in the AFC, the Chargers doing a lot of teams a favor right there. Raiders taking advantage of that, beat the Broncos 17-13, so they're 8-7 tied for that last playoff spot in the AFC right now. Monday night football, the Dolphins and the Saints. Game kicks off at 6-15 on ESPN. Hey, did the Bills surprise you at all going in and beating the Patriots? No. They had been, the Bills had been fading, and the Patriots had won seven out of eight, but Buffalo went in there and
1: got it done and took control of their division. I think the Bills are the best team in the division. It's a long, long season here with so many twists and turns. You have to let it play out. They're not a great team. If you're not a great team, you're probably going to have some peaks and valleys, uh, but I still think their talent is better than the Patriots, and Josh Allen is a very good quarterback, and he was on his game.
2: Bengals took control of their division, two, beating the Ravens 41-21. Joe Burrow was racking up stats like he was back at LSU. 525 yards and four touchdowns. All right, tonight, Dolphins and Saints. Saints need a win to stay tied for that last wild card berth in the NFC. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag college football.
2: Bowl games falling left and right, PK. We'll get to that in our question of the day, but the Hawaii Bowl on Christmas Eve was canceled. The Military Bowl isn't happening. The Fenway Bowl isn't happening. And uh, Washington State needs an opponent, or the Sun Bowl won't be happening because Miami withdrew from that game. Uh, Virginia and Boston College also pulling out a game so the Military and Fenway Bowls won't happen. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, games getting affected uh, every other day starting today.
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate, man.
2: Western Michigan and Nevada. Quick Lane Bowl at Ford Field starts at 9 a.m. today on ESPN. That'll be the only game today. And Wyoming taking the unusual step as they seek a new starting quarterback. Following the decision of former starters Levi Williams and Sean Chambers to enter the NCAA transfer portal, head coach Craig Bowl released a statement on Friday which read, Cowboy football will address the need to sign a quarterback via the transfer portal or junior college. We believe this is a great opportunity for a transfer quarterback to make an impact in our program. We've seen that before when we brought Josh Allen into our program, and we're excited for the next chapter of Cowboy football. It's basically a help wanted ad on social media. Help wanted, starting quarterback needed. Back up to
1: Yeah, I don't know that that's any different than what they already do. He just went public with it, but I think in football circles, you're already doing that. And so that's going on behind the scenes constantly.
2: And now it's right out there in the open. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag Utah Jazz. 22-9 22-9 is not bad when you look at it, but uh, when you look at the few games that we lost, we should have
2: won. Just on a few little details or last-second shots or games that, we, you know, we didn't play the right way and then we let slip away. You know, we could, be, could have 26 wins right now. So, it's uh, for me, I think it's just gotta yeah, keep getting better. We've been better offensively, you know, best offensive year since I've been here, but
0: we're gonna keep our identity too defensively. And when we do that, we're gonna score even more. Just a lot of room to, to grow and keep getting better.
2: That's Rudy Gobert after the Utah Jazz beat the Dallas Mavericks. They've won three in a row. They've won 11 of their last 13. But it didn't really pass the eyeball test, beating a very shorthanded Dallas team, 120-116. to But a win is a win, PK, and they just count them up at the end of the year when they set the playoffs up.
1: Yeah, the great Kurt Heelan, I think he writes for Yahoo, says the Jazz don't look like contenders right now. He's
2: right. They don't look like contenders right now.
1: No, I saw it on Yahoo, man. I saw He may be for NBC Sports, but I saw it on Yahoo because I never look at NBA, NBC Sports nor NBA Sports for that matter. Yeah, but they don't have to look like contenders right now.
2: It wouldn't do them any good, right? They looked like contenders last year, had the best record in the NBA, and went out in the second round. It'll matter in May and June.
1: Will they look like contenders but, then, though?
2: That's a great question. And you'd like to see them look like contenders now so you can have a little more confidence. Even if it's false confidence.
1: I don't think there's any such thing as false confidence.
2: I know, but I was pulling out a great BYU football quote you gave us. Okay. Getting a quarterback ready. I think it was uh, Brandon Doman talking about Max Hall before his sophomore year. I don't remember. He's got confidence now, but he's got false confidence.
1: I, I think it may not be proven confidence, but I think if you've got confidence, you've got confidence.
2: Well, the Jazz had the uh, had a 16-point hole to dig out of in the first quarter, and they did a good job of doing that. And they're up by 10 in the fourth quarter, but let the Mavericks back into the game with a 10-2 run. But eventually they get the win. And Donovan Mitchell has a back strain. He will miss the team's two-game road trips. So no Donovan tonight in San Antonio. No Donovan on Wednesday against Portland.
1: Yeah, man, it's almost like about time. They've had tremendous health. Why other teams have had so many guys in and out of the protocol. And if it's just two games, you'll take that any time. I yeah. don't know that it'll be just two games.
2: They announced the two, and then I guess we'll just have to see after that, see how he's feeling when he gets to the Friday home game with Minnesota and see what happens. Yeah. But bigger role for Joe Ingles. So Joe, and actually Joe was uh, had a big impact coming off the bench in this in this game against Dallas, but...
1: How about Jared Butler, man? Is he still playing for the team? <laughs> well, it's the greatest thing ever in a preseason. Yeah. But Jazz got, the got an time. A based on preseason. <laughs> you, you love that.
2: Jazz open that road trip against the Spurs tonight with the game getting underway at 6.30. Our coverage begins with Jazz Game Night, the pregame show at 5.30 here on the Zone Sports Network.
0: Hashtag Hashtag NBA. Here's Niang for three. That's no good. Harold bumps at beat, and B getting the rebound and scores it. And he turns around and yells at Harrell just shoved him. And that's got to be a T and that is. And Montrez Harrell is out of here. Levine turns the corner on the right baseline to the rack with the right-handed layup. It's the Zach Levine
2: Show at the United Center and welcome to the party.
0: Top of the key, Monte Morris. Monte guarded by Bledsoe. Back to Jokic in a three. Yes!
2: All right, highlights from the NBA. Joel Embiid goes for 36 points and 13 rebounds to lead Philly to the 117-96 over the, win over the Wizards. And Montrezl Harrell
0: is out of here. Sounds
2: like, like a, a baseball run call. call. Huh? I know, it's a baseball call. Out of here. Denver Nuggets beat the Clippers 103-100. Jokic, 26 points, 22 rebounds, 8 assists. Monster game for him. Clippers. This is going to be really hard. Kawhi Leonard was out. Now Paul George is out. Back to your point about uh, protocol and injuries hitting so many teams and the Clippers have been hit hard. Paul George out three to four weeks dealing with a torn UCL in his elbow. You don't, The ACL and the MCL get a lot of run. The PCL and the knee get some run. The elbow ligaments don't get as much run. Certainly not the UCL. UCL is typically Tommy John. The ulnar collateral ligament. Oh, you also heard Zach Levine in there with 32 points as the Bulls beat the Pacers. The Jazz played the Spurs tonight. Spurs will be going back to back, sort of barely. That was just a uh, break a light sweat, humiliate the Pistons and move on. San Antonio wins 144 to 109. Spurs beat the Jazz uh, here in Utah, and during this stretch now, not only they win over the Jazz, but now 10 and five in the last 15, they've moved into 10th place in the West, and they got up to such a horrible start there's still four games below 500 but 10 and 5 in the last 15 they were playing much much better
1: i thought it was a great opportunity for the jazz to have the spurs play so well they shot 56 percent from the field and they were one shot away from shooting 50 percent from three that doesn't continue
2: they must miss shots the The law law of of numbers says it is so
1: you cannot keep up that pace. If you keep up that pace, you'll be 15-0 and zero in your last 15.
2: <laughs> True story. Shoot your way to victory. Uh, Desmond Bain went for 28. Memphis blows out Sacramento 127-102. to The Grizzlies fourth in the West, four games behind the Jazz. They're getting some separation now. Two and a half up on the Clippers and three up on the Nuggets. So.
1: Yeah, and Alvin Gentry calls out the Kings for an atrocious effort and was ridiculous, and meanwhile, the paychecks keep coming in to the point where somebody like Hassan Whiteside can buy a car for $330,000. There are no losers in pro sports.
2: Nope. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag college basketball.
2: BYU finishes third at the Diamond Head Classic in Hawaii thanks to an 80 to 75 win over Liberty. No champion in that tournament. The title game was called off; didn't happen. But BYU ends up finishing third, and they go two and one out in the islands. They tied for the most wins. <laughs> good, good point. Way to find the silver lining. That was awesome. <laughs> Uh, BYU gets that win, and they improve to 11-3 on the season. they got a tune-up game coming up with Westminster next. so That ought to be 12-3, and then off into conference play in the West Coast Conference for the next to last season. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, 8 o'clock today, Rose Bowl update. Nick Ford, University of Utah offensive lineman at 8 o'clock. And Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider at 9.05. Right here on 97.5 and 12.80 the zone. The question of the day what about the Rose Bowl. Coming up next, stay with us.
0: This is Hanson Scotty. Let's do it. Frank Schwab joins us from Yahoo Sports. Tyler Huntley, is he going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL at some point next season or the following?
3: Um, maybe the following, but here's my thing. If I'm the Ravens, my starter plays a certain style. Lamar Jackson, he runs a lot. He's exposed more to injury than most quarterbacks. Now, I'm not trading this guy. Why would I? He's a perfect backup. He's a great backup. So, do I think he's a starter next year? I honestly don't, just because I don't. But why would the Ravens trade him at this point? But once you get closer to him, when he can become a free agent and all that, Like, maybe at that point, you you start to make some decisions. But I think he's one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the league, just based on what you've seen the last couple weeks. He really brings something. It's it's actually shocking he didn't get drafted based on his skill set and what the NFL, a lot of NFL teams are looking for these days.
0: What kind of a show is this? Catch Hans Olsen and Scotty G every day from noon to three on 97.5 1280 The Zone, powered by KSLSports.com.
2: Hot Takes or Toast is brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair? It's 2021 and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment or visit www.utahairmd.com. Mm-hmm. Question of the morning, four bowls and counting are canceled. Anybody nervous about that game in Pasadena? Yep. Yep. Yep, yep. Absolutely nervous, Anthony says. The game can't come fast enough. <laughs> Sean says, me hoping it does get canceled. Tis the season to be spiteful. fa la la la-la-la-la. Ryan says, Cougar dreams. Dave says, too much money at stake. They'll play to a full house. Guaranteed. Yeah, I don't know about that. Clint says, man, that would be awesome. Serves them right for associating with a conference of panty waste liberals. <laughs> oh, brother. Would panty waist be waste be W A S T E or A W A I S T? Uh, that would be your call. The panties that go around the waist or there's waste in your panties. Tanner says the Utes will wish the game had been canceled when that clock hits double zeros. Tanner's thinking Ohio State blowout. Isn't it triple zeros, though? Yeah, it could be. Or quadruple zeros? Did they put the zeros in the minutes column, or
1: does the one just go away? I think it is zero dot dot zero zero. So it's uh, triple zeros, not double zeros.
2: Rob says, I doubt the game gets canceled, but wouldn't be surprised if California reduces or limits the number of fans allowed. A game getting canceled would be about a team or at least a position group or two within a team getting sick, wouldn't it? Isn't that what's most likely? Isn't that what's canceling all these games? Uh, Military Bowl, Fenway Bowl, Hawaii Bowl? I wouldn't necessarily
1: call it sick, but... uh you can get the thing and have no symptoms whatsoever and then people panic so i don't know that i would call it sick Uh, some might be sick but not everybody is sick if they have it Uh, but certainly yes the panty waist liberals or whatever he called them might have zero to do with it
2: greg says don't be so negative sure it might be canceled but it hasn't been yet Relax, enjoy the build-up to the game, Happy New Year to you, and go Utes.
1: Okay. Jason
2: says it's California. Of course it will be canceled.
1: Well, now this course is a, a week or so ago, a little longer than that. The L.A. Bowl wasn't canceled. Holiday Bowl is still uh, scheduled, as far as I know, right? I as far as I know. The last five minutes.
2: <laughs> I suppose that that one, you know, we could, yeah, could, Yach could just mm-hmm. at any moment say, and here's the latest, and who knows what bowl it'll be or where. Yeah, But you're right, the California, the uh, L.A. Bowl was played. That's where the Aggies won.
1: And then uh, let's see, somebody had to play a home game in Los Angeles in the NFL, right? Don't they just trade off? Uh, the Rams were in Minnesota, I know that. Okay, then how about the Chargers? Where did they play? And then, of course, you got the Niners to the north.
2: Not so, to mention uh, NBA games.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know that it's all a guarantee. But from, for Utah's sake, I mean, not for my own, it really doesn't matter to me. I don't have any stake or claim in the game. Uh, I'll go to work there. Or I'll go to work here just as easily as one versus the other. Uh, but for the for, – well, I mean, obviously I've got plenty of Ute fans in my neighborhood and people I've become friends with over the years, and they're excited about it. They're going. I know somebody who was planning to go to the Cowboys game, passionate Cowboys fan, but sold the tickets so they would be able to go to the Ute game. And there's no question about that. I mean, people in my neighborhood that are from Idaho, and I did not even know they paid attention to the Utes, <laughs> are going – to, to the game uh, and why not it's an event uh, my sister's going your she's sister's her... going
2: yeah oh yeah mm. yeah
1: she, she's going because her her guy uh, got advanced degrees from Ohio State uh. I in fact I even got them tickets to the game uh, so I bought four tickets myself uh, for the game. And, uh, and a couple other people are going to give them, too. One, one being my wife and then two to my sister. And so, yeah, these people that are excited. So I would feel bad for them. I don't have any particular stake. Uh, but for those people, absolutely, yeah. And this could be, who knows, could be a once-in-a-lifetime, could be something that is a fairly frequent occurrence. I mean, if you went, say, three times in a 10-year period, uh, that would be excellent. Uh, four times, five times would be virtually a common occurrence, uh, but this is the first time. There can only be one first time, and it's here, and you've earned your way into it, and you've had a great season. You think about this season. You think about well, Kyle Whittingham writing about this. Kyle Whittingham told us this was his most trying season but you end up; it could, you, it could end up being it. It's most his most memorable season too. That doesn't not that victories on the football field take away anything that happened with the tragedies of the two te- deaths to the young young men. That's two separate things. But as far as the football winning the Rose Bowl, clearly has to be memorable. There's no question about that. And particularly when it's your first time, so this is a great great opportunity. And if it should not happen. It would be a massive disappointment.
0: One note, all three NFL
2: teams in California were on the road over the weekend. But a lot of these are being driven by the schools. It's not being driven by the local authorities.
1: Right. So they may have nothing to do with it. That's what we're saying. Because I don't think any of these bowls that have been canceled had something to do with local authorities, unless I'm wrong uh, as far as that goes.
2: I saw a statement on social media from the Virginia AD, and that seems school-driven. Yeah.
1: Right. And then those, you know, I don't know what the circumstances are on that, uh, well, really. Who the, gives a crap about those games? They're not the Rose Bowl. No, they're not.
2: And the the thing in Hawaii was even more. It was a combination of COVID, injuries, and the transfer portal. That was their statement.
1: Right, because uh, they have uh, had some issues with the coach there, with Graham, and a bunch of players have decided that they want out. So you factor all that stuff in, and uh, then you don't play the game. Uh, I don't think that that's going to be the case here. Uh, a number of players uh, that said they're going to go to the NFL uh, are still intent on playing the game. I We have to monitor Ohio State as the week progresses, but I don't know anybody from Utah, I, mean, I know you you retweeted the thing on, on Kincaid uh, is coming back for another year. My thought is, well, wait a second here, Utah hasn't put a tight end in the league in who knows how long and now you're telling me they've got three on the same roster. <laughs> I don't buy it. So I didn't Turns think out only, only
2: one guy's going.
1: Well I didn't think it was much news that Kincaid was coming back. Is he really an NFL guy?
2: We'll find out. I suspect off the, the measurables and all of that, he could be. But you don't have to be to go. I mean, you can go. We see guys go and
1: not get drafted. So, Well, it's not about getting drafted. It's about making the Making the a team, yeah. Uh, it's hard for me to believe that all of a sudden they've got three tight ends that are going to, off the same team, are going to play in the NFL. Wow, that is the historical run of depth, if that is the case.
2: This is off
1: the charts. Yeah, and maybe they will, and good luck to them. I'm not going to doubt them or put limits on them, but I didn't think it was that worthy where I would put out a post that I'm going to run it back one more year. It's three three guys from the same team, same position, no less, in a school that is not known for that. That would be incredible. But maybe it'll happen. it would be awesome if it did.
2: Question of the morning, you worried about – The game in Pasadena. Four bowls and counting, canceled. Sun Bowl, I guess, not officially canceled. Still trying to find a team, but Miami isn't playing, so.
1: Washington State needs somebody. Well, I don't know why they just don't try to get El Paso right there. See if guys are still around.
2: John says, curse you, DJ, for saying such things. But since you're asking, absolutely. I'm freaking out about the Rose Bowl right now.
1: Uh yeah, I guess if you're a Utah fan who's really way into it and it's college football is super important in your life, then I can see why you'd be freaking out.
2: James says I'm more nervous about my flight getting canceled than the game.
1: Okay. Flights that are canceled, does that mean that they're they're done and they aren't going to try to reschedule you?
2: Yeah, I think that's what's happening. I think it's more cancellations than
1: postponements. And so then you're on your own, so screw you? Yes. Oh, wow. Get a car and drive. Get a train and go on a locomotive. <laughs> Amtrak it, baby.
2: <laughs> can you Amtrak LA? I assume you can, I don't know.
1: Uh, I know you could from Flagstaff. I've trained before, particularly all back east. It was uh, a fairly common occurrence. Yeah. Uh, To from Jersey into the city. Many, many, many times I did that uh, from D.C. to Newark. D.C.
2: to Philly once.
1: It's a piece of cake. I've done that
2: multiple times. Yeah. Spencer says, "Sure would be funny if it does get canceled."
1: I don't think it'd be funny at all. I don't either. <laughs> I find no humor in this whatsoever. I mean, you got to you got to take it away from the fans. This isn't about the fans.
2: What about it's the kids a, who've lifted the weights and done all yeah. the running and watched all the film?
1: Right. That's it's about the, the young men, the people in the program. There'll be some ladies who uh, are in football programs for sure, whether trainers or whatever, support people. So it's not exclusively young men, but it's all those folks and what it means to them. Not, not for some BYU fan to be able to laugh. To me, that's not what it's about whatsoever. It's about the folks involved in the program who've earned the right. That's the thing about this. They've literally earned the right to do this. And you want to see it happen for them, because there's now there's a bunch, and Nick Ford's going to come up here in about uh, what a half hour. He's already come out, and I think he's definitely an NFL guy. And he says that you know he's it's time for him, and it is right. He's I believe that is time for these guys. They need to make this type of life changing money, give them the opportunity if they should stick. Maybe not the you know one year, but if they should stick for several years, they will make life changing money. So, if the game is canceled then he doesn't get that opportunity. And you mean to tell me as a, as a BYU fan you'd feel good about that? Boy, I don't think so.
2: Hard to set the rivalry aside, apparently.
1: Yeah, but if you take everything, it's like everything that I've been talking about with all this uh, upheaval. If you take it on a personal level and you take it one-on-one, then your chances of having compassion are a lot better. I mean, look at Nick Ford. Look at the stuff that he's done with the foster care, and he's teamed up with BYU Cougars, actual players, and they're trying to make a difference in the community. I mean, literally trying to make a difference and not just posting signs or having statements. That's all well and good, but that doesn't help anybody. I mean, uh, that it helps people in the abstract. Here, he's trying to go at the ground level, and I'm big on ground level stuff because that's where the difference is made and nick ford has tried to do that as a college student no less trying to do that in the foster care and the foster care is a major issue throughout our country i may know a little bit about it and with that in mind you're gonna have uh an opportunity to be gleeful that nick ford doesn't get to fulfill a dream an la kid come on man you need to rethink that but the rivalry, PK. No, that is that is the rivalry, which is why you need to be appreciative of that, because that is part of the rivalry. Now, you could root for them to lose all you want. That, I get that. But if you take it at the Nick Ford level and look what he's done with BYU players, and he's someone who's been in our community now for a number of years, he's not one of these guys who transfers in and then is out the door at the end of the season. No. No. He has been uh, basically a Salt Laker, man. He's, he's in the community, right? We can say that. I don't know where he's going to live the rest of his life, but he's spent a significant time in our community, and he's made a difference in our community. <laughs> and he's done it with BYU people. That is the rivalry, how you could come together like that to try to do stuff for kids. Yeah. I, Nick Ford... I don't know where his future is going to take him, but I know it's going to take him good places. I'm going to be a fan of Nick Ford's for as long as he's living.
2: You know, we do the stuff for the Road Home every year and the uh, the Media-Thon fundraiser. And uh, I heard a stat about uh, kids who age out of the foster care system. It's like 300 kids a year in Salt Lake County every year for more than a decade probably for longer than that but i don't know how, yeah, that means they to turn statutes. 18 yeah yeah they turn 18 they age out and they basically have a 50 50 chance ended up homeless oh yeah so if you're stepping in helping that group of people you're not only doing them a favor and really doing yourself a favor as well you're doing all of
1: us a favor that's what i said yeah making a difference at the ground level uh, in our fair. community yes exactly yeah
2: <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody, tweets at us. Nervous about the Rose Bowl getting canceled? No. Prepared for the possibility? Yes. I hope it doesn't come to that, but it's out of our control, so no sense worrying. Hashtag go Utes. Hashtag Utah football. Hashtag Rose Bowl.
1: Yeah, but that's the essence. That's the beauty of worrying. Is So many of the times that you worry, is nothing you can do about it, but yet you can't help yourself but worry. That's the beauty of worry. <laughs>
2: there's no beauty of worry
1: that's the yes. perverse beauty of worry <laughs> nevertheless let's worry less stress please <laughs> right but that's that's what we as humans do I don't know if animals do it I don't know that about that but that's what we do we worry about that stuff even though there's zero things we can do about it like we were if we've got something say an outdoor activity and this is not the season but the season will come here where we have a wedding And uh, we're worried about the weather, right? I mean, there's zero things you can do to control the weather. But yet, if you've got an outdoor activity, such as a a wedding in the time of the wedding season, then you worry about that. No thunderstorm. No thunderstorm. Yeah, whatever it is. That's just one simple example. I mean, it goes on and on. So to say not to worry about it just because you can't control it. I mean, when you think about it, that's the essence of being a parent. In as they age from being a kid into a young adult, and adult, the reality is there's so many times that you can't do anything about it. You have zero control. You know full well that they are going to make a mistake and it could be a life changing mistake and you can see it coming and you've called it, but yet there's nothing you can do about it. Even though you think you might be able, the reality is you can't and you know it's coming. Come on, everybody has done that. But yet we worried. We worry to the literally to the point of making ourselves create a medical issue for ourselves. I give you ulcers, people. And I'm not speaking from experience at all.
2: No, nope, clearly not. <laughs> all right, DJ PK, it is time to bring in Andrew Ryan. Easy for me to say. Andrew, good morning. Andrew Reinhard joining us from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Well, I guess we're not going to bring Andrew in. Yak is pushing so many buttons right now; it's awesome. I'll push my button, and I can do it. All right, we'll work with Andrew, and we'll get this figured out. Andrew, you there? Nope. All right, stay with us. DJ and PK, question of the day, part two coming up. Speaking of things you worry about, PK, that you have no control over, and yet nonetheless, people get stressed about it. We will do that next. Stay with us. It's a fifth annual Black Friday sale. It's been extended through December at Davis Vision. Tired of glasses or contacts, get LASIK now and say fourteen hundred bucks. There are limited spots available, so act now. Check them out at DavisVisionMD.com or call 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. Question today, part two Donovan Mitchell is out for at least two games. Are the Jazz doomed without him? Todd, let's see who we got here. Spurs, Trailblazers, we be tight. Doug says, nope, no doom. Others will step up. And Nancy believes they will be fine. Jazz losing their leading score, and nobody's batting an eye here, PK. There's plenty of faith in the team and the depth on the team to get her done. The heart
1: and soul is going to be out. The leader, the spokesman, he does the most interviews as far as I can recall off the top of my head. Seems like they have him after every game, win or lose, play well or not play well. Probably he isn't, but it just seems that way. Uh, and uh, the good thing about it is they're such a veteran-oriented team that uh, guys would not be flummoxed whatsoever when asked to do something beyond what their particular role is this year because more than likely, at some point in their NBA lifespan, they have done that. You know, asking Rudy Gay to take on a bigger offensive role. Now, I'm not saying he will. I'm just using it as an example. Well, there's been plenty of times over, what, 15, 16 years that he's done that, right? And obviously, we go to Joe Ingles, and Joe has done that. And then, you know, it gets down to whoever replaces Mitchell in the back end of the rotation because we know Joe will slide in as a starter, and he's proven very capable of doing that. Uh, interestingly it when they were uh, they were hesitant to put Clarkson in as a starter they like to keep him in that role but they've got no problem uh, flip-flopping Joe going back and forth so who is it at the other end I brought up Butler because we heard so much about him in the preseason and then we haven't heard anything about him basically since. Uh, Does he do that? Uh, How does Quinn use the rotations? Does Paschko get back out because he uh, hasn't been playing since Gobert came back? Do they have more minutes for, uh, what's his face, Uh, Forrest? How do they handle that? Who will get... We know who will start.
2: But somebody's going to get more minutes.
1: Yeah. And do, or do they just shorten the rotation by one?
2: I w- they could, but I don't think they will because uh, the other nights they've needed somebody. They haven't shortened the rotation. they brought in the guys you mentioned. You know, Forrest has come in or Pascal has come in, whoever it is. So I expect somebody else will get those minutes. But what combinations Quinn wants to see he had a quote a couple games ago maybe it was Thursday but maybe it was before that that uh, you know, basically you know that try different things out now see what works see something you like keep it in your back pocket you might need it in the playoffs depending on the situation the matchups who you've got available so try different stuff now so whether he'll go back to something he's already done because he wants to see more of that or whether he's got something else he's been thinking about, uh, we'll, we'll find out tonight at six thirty.
1: Yeah.
2: All right, DJ PK time to bring in Andrew once again from Wasatch medical. Andrew, you were just talking about uh, a breakthrough treatment for ED and you got clinical studies behind this technology.
3: Ew, this wave technology really is changing the game for men struggling with ED. And you're right. It's backed by 50 studies. Uh, This is our technology specifically that Cambridge, the Cleveland Clinic, the Journal of Sexual Medicine, and so many others have said safe, effective. Uh, The Cleveland Clinic, that's one of the biggest hospitals in America, in their study, here's what they said. This generated a clinical increase in blood flow. Uh, That's pretty cool, exactly what a man with ED needs.
2: So what are the causes? You must have a, a ton of research yourself just because you talked to so many people.
3: Well, we do see that um, some of the most common causes for ED are maybe diabetes, prostate issues. But I would say this. If you're out there struggling in the bedroom, you're a lot more normal than you think. So many guys, even 20s, 30s, and 40s, we're treating men in those ages every day. We're treating men in their 80s and 90s as well. So this really can happen to anybody.
2: And you got a special offer for people who pick up the phone right now.
3: We do. If you're ready to regain your love life, guys, maybe throw the pills away or just improve frequency in the bedroom, we do a lot of that. Call us this morning, the exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound with the MD, Uh, no charge. The gift that you love produces immediate results in the bedroom. And this is pretty cool if you're feeling a little lethargic Blood work and testosterone, that's free as well.
2: You can take advantage of the free offer right now. Pick up the phone and call 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic at 801-901-8000. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now. Andrew and people and his folks are standing by at 801-901-8000 and claim that offer right now. 801-901-8000. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you.